I'm Aaron Sagers, and this is Talking Strange. Aloha, spooky nerds, and welcome to Talking Strange, a paranormal pop culture show with the Den of Geek Network. As always, I am your host, Aaron Sagers, a journalist, author, Researcher of all things weird. Currently, I can be seen on Travel Channel and Discovery Plus as Paranormal Caught on Camera. We have new episodes dropping on Thursdays, and we are in our, in our fifth season and actually filming our sixth. So that's exciting. And also exciting is the guest that I have today. She's a comedian, an actor, a drag queen, and since 2019, she has hosted the Slumber Party Pillow Talk paranormal interview podcast ghosted by Roz Hernandez, which features conversations with celebrities, paranormal professionals, everyday people about their experiences with the other side. And some of her guests have included Margaret Cho, Chris Colfer from Glee, Nicole Byer, uh, who is a great comedian and podcast. I love her. Karen Kilgraff from My Favorite Murder. And also a lot of people that you Know and love from the paranormal side of things like Jack Osborne, Amy Bruni, Katrina Weidman, Adam Barry, uh, Daylon Spratt, uh, a lot of folks. Uh, I've also been on there, so I've, I've joined that company. New episodes of Ghosted are released every Thursday everywhere you get podcasts, including as we are recording this on a Wednesday. Tomorrow there will be a new episode. It is produced by Starburns Audio. And all episodes are currently available. So let me bring her in. Roz. Her name Hi. Hey. How are you? How today? are you? I'm great. I mean, I we already established. Look at these, like, these antiques. I don't, I can't, like, spend money on anything expensive, like fancy ear, earbud, earbuds, earbuds, whatever. I have to... I go old school with it because I will break it or lose it. Well, and sometimes old school is better. These are not that fancy, these big old cones on my head. But I find that the old school stuff is sometimes better because when you're wired, you're just getting better quality as well. And if you travel a lot, you need the wired ones to plug into a TV on a plane. Right. Yes, I know. I'm I am so i'm so very wise <laughs> that's great this is getting off to a very interesting start already um so what i what i don't know want to know about you is just how you got into this what was what was little raz's paranormal um moment or the thing that was a catalyst to you being interested in this world well, like most of us, I grew up in a house that I believe to be haunted. And um, so I grew, you know, grew up with uh, a belief that that kind of thing is possible. I grew up super Catholic. I believe that a lot of times that can influence your belief in otherworldly things. And as I got older, I just kept having random paranormal experiences and I, I was so obsessed with reading books about it and TV shows and my favorite TV show of all time, Celebrity Ghost Stories. And um, I live in L.A. and I work in L.A. And 
was a performer and comedian and actor. And so I, I happen to know a lot of public figure type people that are really great on a podcast. And a lot of them have ghost stories, which I know because every time I'm around people, I say, tell me a ghost story. So they started telling me the ghost stories. And I was like, we should record this. And that's, that's how it started. And then once it did start, I was like, maybe I should learn more about this and have more experiences of my own. And I started doing a little bit of ghost hunting, started going to haunted places, looking for content to report back to the audience and really started to talk to people that know a lot about this stuff, like yourself and uh, a lot of paranormal professionals. And that's where we're at now. Well, let me backtrack a little bit. As a kid, if you had experiences, give me an example of an experience that you had you had as a kid in this this house. Okay, so I believe it was haunted by my grandmother, and she. I one night saw her in my bedroom. She looked real ghosty, and she vanished. And I'm always like, I don't care if it's the sweetest, nicest. If it's my grandmother, if you are see-through and then you disappear. That's scary to me. So I was very terrified. And it's funny because just recently I started to think maybe I was the center of my own poltergeist as well. Because that event, the only time I ever saw her was when I was 10. When I became preteen teenager, I was constantly fighting with my parents. And a few times things um, I remember something flying off a wall. I remember a candle flipping off of um, a countertop in front of me. And I always assumed that it was my grandmother being like, hey, you're being bad or whatever. But I think it might. Now I'm starting to think I, I'm Carrie. I mean, that uh, that is, does fit with one of the theories about poltergeist activity, as you know. So that... A lot of times when kids are in that sort of pubescent adolescent phase that all those hormones raging, they're able to manifest this, this activity. Yeah. That was you. I know. I wish I would have realized it was me. I would have tried to develop it more and get real. You could have joined the it. X-Men. You could have been a superhero. Absolutely. The, the X-Men, <laughs> what we were just talking about, uh, your your uh, pop culture purview is maybe not. So that you do you know that you know the X-Men, right? Yeah, okay. I, I know. Yeah. yeah. X-Men. Yeah. Cool. They, uh, the former men there or they were. What is that? X? What does X stand for? Well. I'm so glad you asked the uh, the X Men. I mean, it's it's X Men, but really, it's X Men, X Women, X X uh, anyone. But okay. the X stands for Xavier. Oh, that's Professor Xavier, and he is the guy played by Patrick okay. Stewart in the movies, and then later James McAvoy, who gets the team together, which is also very much a statement on his own ego that. He assembles a superpowered group of people and then names the, his team after himself. I mean, that is that that's a that's a bold move. 
I've literally never thought that that's what I always thought that it was that they used to be like like men and now they have powers like they're ex men. <laughs> like former men now super men. Yes, that's what I always thought. See, okay. What we're referring to is that I was telling you I know nothing about comic books. I know nothing about Star Wars. I don't know any of that stuff. I'm really sorry and I I hope that Den of Geek Network doesn't ban this episode because of that. I don't know anything like that at all. Well, I I think we're safe here. But beyond that, I don't have an expectation of people knowing other stuff. I because just because I have a certain level of nerd knowledge and dig into this stuff, I think it's a bit presumptuous to say the least to assume other people would as well. I, I, I in fact, I, I, so I think it's okay to not know. Well, it's and very popular stuff. I mean, sure. I've learned, I was like recently at a party and a bunch of friends had just seen a Marvel movie and I'm like, what it to explain? What? Huh? And they're all like, what do you mean? You don't know what this is. I'm like, I don't, I have no clue what any of that stuff is at all. My favorite TV show of all time is celebrity ghost stories. Okay. Well, that's, that's what I'm into. I, I, we could talk real housewives of Beverly Hills. We could talk 90 day fiance. I don't know superheroes. I don't know. Well, that's that. okay. Because First off, I would talk 90 Day Fiance with you because while I'm not an expert on that, I have seen enough of it. I was I was dating someone for a while who was a big fan of it. So, you know, I joined her watching this show. So I got into it a little bit for for a bit of time. But that's okay because you know about that. I don't know about that. But I would now I am thinking we could do a, an entire separate podcast where Roz and Aaron explain their own pop culture. I'll I'll explain Marvel movies to you, and then you can explain 90 Day Fiance, and we will both have questions mm-hmm. and observations and things that sure. we take for granted as making sense that the other would be like, that's ridiculous. Well, we do intersect with the paranormal. Yes. That's one thing that we both know about. Well... Celebrity Ghost Stories, what was your favorite episode or story out of that? Because I, I quite liked that show as well, as ridiculous as it could get and as bad as the, well, I don't want to criticize, but as as unlike the, the celebrities. Yes. <laughs> I yes. love the reenactments. I'm obsessed with the reenactments. The wigs. Ah, oh, it's just so good. <laughs> the, like we need someone to look sort of like Joan Rivers. Yes. But. but we got this person like so we'll, we'll put a filter over it we'll try yeah. to get her from behind like oh yeah lots of I grainy and i've had a lot of people that have been on that show on on my podcast and we've talked about it and it's so funny to me i, I just love it i love it so much um and i i love ghost stories i love to hear a story especially it's the cheesiest thing ever to say but you know, actors, creators, artists, whatever, they're, they're all storytellers. Mm. Ultimately, they're storytellers. So you can, it's really fun to hear a story being told by somebody that knows how to tell a story. But a lot of ghost stories are not that exciting because it's a, they don't it's always a blink have and you a miss bow it. at the end, you know. Yeah, and it's such a brief moment of like, yeah, I saw 
this thing. And that was creepy that one night. Not you know, on the celebrity ghost stories on celebrity ghost stories, they have a beginning, a middle, and ends. Oh, come on though, Ross. Because you know on celebrity ghost stories, they there is those there's those brief moments that they expand into a, a seven, ten minute segment before the commercial break, where it ultimately comes down to I was a young actor living in an apartment, trying uh-huh. to get by. And one night, and then but you know, it might just be one night I saw something ghosty, but then they expand it into and one night, cue music, cue reenactment. And then they find out who that ghost was and they have a whole backstory to it. That always and God, it's you're no fun. It's the best. What's the well Margaret Cho, she was she's been on your show. She was on that on Ghost Celebrity Ghost Stories, right? Well, my absolute idol. Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. She has an epic celebrity ghost story. And she came on my podcast. And honestly, it was a very similar story to the celebrity ghost story. I mean, it's just a really good ghost story because it's something Mm -hmm. that took place over years living in a house where tons of horrific things that happen over the years, a historic Hollywood Hills home. It's very American Horror Story season one, the way that this house is described. And um, yeah, that was probably my favorite one. But She does have a good one. And I've I've had the fortune of interviewing her as well. And I, I love Cassandra Peterson and I love Elvira and and a, a very sweet person but also yeah very interesting and open to things with that story what was crazy is there is actually a star wars connection to it but oh yeah um the guy that played luke skywalker mark hamill name? yeah mark hamill. used to live live in that house um but that's so is that that's your all-time favorite celebrity ghost story that's one of my all-time favorite people ever so it's kind of hard like anything she do, she does is going to be my favorite. Oh, like I even know. when people ask me what's my favorite podcast guest I've had on, like I, it's that's such a hard question to answer. I think the closest I could come to ever saying I have one would probably be be her. Yeah, just because it was so like surreal to me. It's she was like my idol growing up, and she was so kind and so fun, and it was just an amazing day. Yeah. No, she she is. And for you, though, getting back to you, when you were when you had this ghosty experience with your grandmother, was it something that you could talk about with your family or was it because of the Catholic upbringing where you just hush hush about it because it was perhaps frowned upon? No, my family's weird because they they weren't that way of where everything's evil or you're not allowed to talk about that kind of stuff. They definitely believed in it. I do believe that there's there were seeds planted in my brain that that kind of a thing is possible. So that's why I like to say I believe what I had was a paranormal experience. I very much in my approach of the paranormal always lean into the fact that nobody knows anything. There's just, you know, we can just try to figure it out, but who knows? So I really don't know um, what exactly happened, but my family, they, like my dad had had a a bunch of paranormal experiences that I imagine he told me at that age, not in the house, but separately. 
And they always just kind of entertained the idea that it was real. We had a haunted cemetery area of um, where I grew up, where this whole area was said to be haunted. And my parents would take me and we would try to do our own little version of a ghost hunt. Like they were That's always cute. encouraging of that, the idea of that stuff being real. That's fun. Where'd you grow up? Michigan. Oh, nice. We got to get you out to Michigan Paracon. I know. I would love to. It's a big one. The Were you, as you were kind of becoming a comedian and then drag performer, do you think that you performed in any haunted spaces, venues, nightclubs? Yeah, I mean... There's a few that I can think of that are confirmed. There's been a few. Um, I mean, I imagine I also kind of entertained the theories of just energy lingering. Sure. And a, a place like a nightclub. I mean, there's just so much emotion and good, bad, whatever that can get stuck around. And um, I would say the Hollywood improv is a place that, is kind of a second home to me in some ways and they believe that it's haunted they don't know by who but very it seems minimally haunted it's not like out of control at all but there's just over the years been sightings of weird things and pianos playing on their own and that sort of a thing i've never had an experience well i kind of had an experience there one time where a door was shut that I thought was not shut and I was the only one there and it was at like two or three a.m. and I don't know but um there's a place that I work at all the time and I constantly talk about it it's called um the Cavern Club Theater and it's in the basement of this restaurant in LA here and it's this cute little theater and it's my favorite oh I love it so much it is just good vibes all around but a number of performers say that they have had truly unexplainable paranormal experiences. And I've done live shows down there. I have tried. The ghosts are not interested in me. But um, yeah, that place is apparently haunted. I've ne- One of my biggest fears is to be on stage and see a ghost in the audience of any place I perform. And I love old theaters in particular and I have worked in a lot of old theaters and I'm oh literally I'm afraid to look in the audience because of that well I've not been in a theater that doesn't have a ghost story attached to it whether it's true or not every theater has some sort of ghost story but the thing is is if you were on stage if you were performing you might not know that there's a ghost to your audience because they're just blending in unless it's like you know covered in blood or you know someone headless or whatever but or on stage right right oh if you were on stage and if you saw a ghost with you on stage like i don't know lenny bruce or something yeah no i don't want that no do you have you encountered moving about through the drag community okay well let me rephrase this the paranormal tv space has very much been this christian cis white male approach to all things spooky but there's a big world of different kinds of people out there and there's queer hauntings out there and they just don't get a lot of attention 
have you moving throughout the drag world or talking to people, have you heard stories of gender nonconforming ghosts, of queer spaces, queer hauntings? Um, yes. Uh, I just recently had an episode with Ken Summers who wrote a book on queer hauntings and we were talking a bit about that. Um, I, so, I mean, he's a good person to talk to about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know for, from my own firsthand experience of that many explicitly queer hauntings or ghosts. I do know that there is a community of people that are queer and somewhere on the LGBTQ plus spectrum that very much believe in this stuff and love this stuff. And, and a lot of my guests are um, queer. And, and so going back to what you're saying about the, the representation that we see in, in paranormal entertainment, that's always a really important thing to me. And, and I hope to see more um, diversity of, of all sorts. And it's something that I'm always trying to, trying to work on because it's, I love to connect people either through laughter or with the paranormal. It is, it is such a fun, weird way to connect people. And it really is something where anybody can experience this stuff. And people have experienced it since the beginning of time and all different cultures and countries and, and whatever. So it's, it's a really fun thing for me to, to get, um, you know, even like with the guests that I have on my podcast, I like to have like all different kinds of people with all different kinds of different experience because there's no reason that it should only be something that like certain groups talk about or other groups, like anyone, it can happen to anyone. And I love that. Right. And if you're only looking for things within your specific worldview, it's very myopic. You miss everything else around you. Something that I like with, something I think that is needed to be shown more on the the sort of entertainment side of the things, the television side of things with the paranormal is what is present with a lot of personalities that I know in the paranormal space. And that is like enthusiasm, effervescence, like this, this joy and also humor that can be applied to it because I, I just don't think that if you're in a room talking to, or if a ghost is there in the room, why would they want to be talking to the person that's shouting at them and interrogating them and seems very <laughs> dour and miserable? Like, how did right. you die? I'm like, dude, uh-huh. piss off. Like, who are you? You know, st- start with a, you know, a joke maybe. I know D- that's very much my approach. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people as you do with that, that work in this world and they all have amazing senses of humor and I'm constantly, I un- I understand that they're dealing a lot of times with very serious subject matter, and um, and I understand wanting to be taken seriously, but there's so much fun to be had in it, and that's always a huge part of what I do. I think that me as a paranormal professional, I think that what I do might not necessarily be um, conventional or whatever, but, but my focus is to f- 
always have the fun in the paranormal, always to find the humor in the paranormal. And um, and I do believe that that is a valuable thing that is needed I, in the paranormal world, uh, whether we realize it or not. Oh, I agree. I mean, as far as unconventional, we don't know of any conventions or rules associated with it. So any approach seems like a pretty good approach as far as trying something else. But I certainly think that if you think you're talking to ghosts, maybe talk to them like a human or not like a total creeper the for you with the podcast side of things was it a natural i mean you spent a lot of time on stage which is a little bit different than interviewing other people was that a natural fit for you or did you have to develop a little bit of an interviewing style as you started taking on these guests well i actually i it's going to make me sound old, but I, when I first started going to college, I wanted to be in radio and okay. I have an uncle that was in radio and I always, I wanted to be in radio and I always wanted to interview people. And so I did train quite a bit with, in various ways with interviewing uh, specifically. And so I um I just love interviewing and and over the years I've worked with a couple of different companies um to interview people red carpet stuff or like sit down interviews or whatever and then my best friend Sam and I used to have a podcast where we would interview like really famous people just about just a kind of a um just like a old fashioned podcast where we would just ask them about their lives and, and their careers and that kind of a thing. And so that really gave me a lot of practice because we did that for maybe two or three years every single week. And so that, that really got me going with my interview skills. And so then when I started the podcast, I was like, I, I can do this. This is cool. But I've always want, I that's the thing I've always loved about podcasts is the casual nature of things I mean, I am naturally a curious person about a lot of stuff, um, except for superheroes. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, when I'm around people, I want to know. I, I, I genuinely do want to know what people think. And I find it very interesting talking to, uh, let's say, a, a comedian or a celebrity or a drag queen, somebody that doesn't maybe think about the paranormal 24-7, to hear insights from them because sometimes they're things I never even thought about there. It's, it's interesting just to hear all kinds of people's thoughts on this stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a danger with, with any topic that you're living with 24 seven, you get too close to it. And then you also start being really precious about it. And I think that you whether you intend to or not sorry there's a truck outside honking i'm in brooklyn the you start developing these rules about what is and what is not as opposed to having flexibility so it's i i i I really enjoy talking to people who i mean i think skepticism is a good thing but i i enjoy talking to people who don't believe in these things as well because then you can just have conversations and that might spur ideas. Totally. Well, I, yeah, I've had 
uh, it's been challenging to it's it's challenging to book a podcast just in general. And then when you have to find people that have ghost stories or insight of some sort, it's really hard. And so over the years, a few times I've had people that don't have anything and then they don't have anything to bring in. And I, I then prepare stuff for us to talk about. And I still think that those are really valuable, interesting episodes. And uh, I'm actually going to be doing a lot more episodes like that uh, coming up where I'm just going to just talk to fun, funny people that are great on podcasts and we're going to find the humor and different paranormal topics. And um, still, I'm still doing traditional episodes of, of people coming in with ghost stories or talking to paranormal professionals or, or whatever. But um, yeah, that's, that's something that like the interview, the specific interview style that I think I have always had, it's very reliant on another person having had experience with this or having pondered this stuff intensely or, or whatever. So um, I think that I'm, I'm leaning now more into just the laid back nature of a podcast, yeah. you know, like not so hardcore of an interview. But anyone, I, I, and I agree. I mean, I, again, I like talking to people that don't have to be so entrenched in it, but I think that everyone has some ideas about these things belief belief is a very strict kind of word and and but ideas about these things everyone's grown up somewhere with some sort of weird story or spoken to someone that has said that they've seen something weird this is kind of bounced around and i think everyone's brain in one form or another even if they dismiss it so everyone's got some sort of frame of reference to to go from don't you think? Typically, I've co- I've talked to a few people where I'm like, all right, I don't know if we're going to be able to air this one because, like, seriously? Where they got never, nothing. You never even thought about it? How can you not think about what's out there in the stars or what happens where we go? Even if you're like, yeah, we're just worm food, that is still an idea. Yeah, I guess so. But that, to me, is not... I... I... For guests to come on my podcast, I typically do not like to have on uh, people that are fully like don't entertain the idea mm-hmm. of any of this stuff being real, and or, or you know just just the possibility of any of it. Um, which uh, what do we call that? Not skeptic, but cynics. just like yeah, non-believers, complete yeah. non-believer cynics. Um, I recently did one with two people um, at once and one person doesn't believe and one person does. And I thought that was kind of a fun, interesting way to do that. But for the most part, I'm like, I can't really go anywhere with this. I got a full episode I'm trying to do here. Like, where are we going with this? Uh, it's uh, And I, I can empathize with that being difficult. But yeah, I tend to think of it as a spectrum of belief that on one hand you have sort of the diehard dogmatic believers and that's, I guess, okay. But I think like even, you know, with religion or whatever, if you're too much in the camp of on anything, it can get a little bit severe. And then on the other side are the diehard non-believing cynics, the cynicism. And that's an extreme as well. I find that a lot of people operate in this middle space in the middle part of the spectrum where, yeah, maybe that's something I'm open-minded. Maybe it's something, maybe not, maybe it's bad plumbing. Maybe it's, uh, you know, bad wiring, 
but maybe it's also something bigger. I, I, I'm, I'm more interested in that middle ground. Honestly, like, again, my goal is fun, and I don't find the extreme ends of those spectrums fun, No, to be honest. I think the fun comes from uh, exploring, exploring your mind's uh, uh, thoughts on this or exploring um, for yourself, going ghost hunting or whatever. Like, that, to me, is just so much more fun and interesting. Yeah, well, actually, someone in the comments said belief in the possibility of the paranormal. I like that. I like how that is phrased. Yeah. And they like how you think also. Cat in the comments says, I like how Roz thinks. Enough seriousness in the world already. I agree, Cat. Thank the- you. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know. The paranormal to me, I feel personally, and I, I like to be a positive person, but I I feel like we're, we're never going to fully have answers. Um, we're never... Even if you captured some ghost and you put it on display for the world to see, everyone's going to have some, you know, shit to say. So we're never going to get to that point. So why not just have a good time? I, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I I don't have, I don't have some mission to try to prove to the world to believe in this or not. That's not my agenda. I like hearing the stories. I think similar to you. I like talking about the ideas. I think probably similar to you, but I'm not trying to convince the world, but just, but, but I do think there's likely a lot of stuff out there, but even beyond that, how freaking boring would it be if we're just like, yeah, nothing else, nothing that that's it. Like if that's just how you're moving through life, lacking any curiosity of like, I've had the food I'm going to have and that's all the food I'm going to have. And I don't need to explore the rest of the food out there. You know, food analogy. I'm getting hungry, but you know, it's just so boring to me to just operate in that space. Yeah. And I mean, I just throughout my life outside of the paranormal as well, I've always tried to make an effort to understand um, anybody with opposing beliefs Right. Uh, with me of mine. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I understand people that don't believe in this stuff. I, I get where they're coming from. I've had a lot of conversations with them and yeah, it's like a lot of times we only know what we know from our own life experiences. And if they've never experienced anything like that, uh, or they've experienced things that are, uh, explanations for the paranormal or whatever. You're fine. Okay. I get it. What about through the course of your show or conversations you've had these expansion of ideas? Has there been anything, any guest maybe that you've interviewed where you walked away saying, okay, I'm, I'm kind of starting to think about this thing in a different way or, opening up the possibility for something else entirely weird that I had not thought of before. Anyone that pushed you a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always have an open mind. I'm not interested in being fully convinced of one thing or another. Um, I mean, broadly speaking, there's some things that I'm like pretty sure of, but when it comes to like paranormal top, like uh, I'm, I'm open to a lot of different things. I, I definitely think that from having paranormal professionals on, I mean, John E.L. Tenney will get your mind going. 
Yes, he will. So I will say that's definitely somebody. I mean, Greg and Dana Newkirk, they these are people that really get into the weirdness and the nitty gritty and and know their stuff. And I love I love having my mind blown because I'm just and I go through phases where I'm like, okay, now I think it's this. Oh, now I think it's that. Like, I, I don't know. I just love that. It's part of the journey. Yeah. Well, okay. So what are your thoughts on aliens, Bigfoot, elementals, the beyond, beyond the ghosty stuff? Okay. Uh, right now, I think that Bigfoot is a ghost um, okay. or something like that. I don't, I don't feel that Bigfoot is a, an undiscovered animal creature. Um, and I say that in support of the people that have been dedicating their lives to trying to find them because I'm like, let's think about, let's just like, you haven't found them. So like, let's think about other things here. Um, and a lot of times those people don't like the, those theories. Um, I don't know. I just think we would find them. Yeah. Um, well, people get entrenched in different camps and, and again, it's like people kind of, Get, get even though it's ideas in the paranormal they get they plant a flag and an idea and then i'm open that's where to they all of it i just don't see enough evidence that supports that bigfoot is is a real living breathing creature but possibly i just think that whatever it is it has supernatural abilities of some sort i don't think that it's just like a an animal like a bear that's what i think of that and uh are are extraterrestrials visiting us yeah i think so i don't know where they're from that's that's the part that i'm like i i entertain the idea that it could be the ocean um i mean it could be a lot of different places other dimensions no sure what about things like the fae or or along the lines of skinwalker sort of the other category of weirdness and there's a deep deep swimming pool of weirdness once it's almost like ghosts are very shallow pool as far as what people talk about but then you get weirdness get deeper yeah um yeah i believe in i believe all that stuff is possible i think okay here's how i feel about a lot of paranormal stuff I think that a lot of, I entertain the theory that maybe all this stuff is real. It just looks different to different people. Maybe Mm. it's that. Maybe you saw a demon and I saw a tomato, potato, tomato. I don't know. It could be something, it could be something like that. Right. I don't know. Um, I definitely feel... I feel that a lot of things can be true at the same time uh, with this kind of stuff, because how else do you explain it? I I don't know. As humans, we want answers, but don't be turning to a a retired drag queen comedian for the answers. (laughs) Well, I am. I'm turning to you. (laughs) I don't know. I just talk to people about this and research it and go out and try to figure it out. But I don't know. I mean, you're, Uh, your your potential for answers is as good as anyone else. 
Yeah, I know. It's fun. It's fun to um, to ponder, but I I it's hard also. And going back to people that don't believe in this stuff, it's hard when you haven't had experiences of your own, and you uh to you know it's 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 easy to say yes i believe that that could be possible but i haven't i've never had it happen to me so it is hard to to think that that's possible or that 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 really did happen to you i think it often becomes a game changer when you meet somebody that has had these experiences that you truly believe well let me ask you this before i let you go Mm -hmm. there's a silly little game that I would like to play if you would like to play it. Sure. We call it Discover, Debunk, Destroy. Sort of like Mary Screw Kill, except paranormal. Discover, Debunk, Destroy. Give you three options. You have to decide whether you want to discover one, debunk another, and destroy, as in eliminate its existence. Okay. Okay? All right. First one. Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy. Discover, debunk, destroy. I would marry Santa Claus because he's very uh, successful. Wait, no, it's not. Okay. Well, just discover, but yeah. Okay. I would I would discover Santa Claus because I got into Christmas recently, a couple years ago during COVID, and now I love Christmas and I don't... It's very unlike me, but okay. So, um, discover, destroy, debunk. Um, wait, it was Tooth Fairy and who? Easter Bunny. E- Easter Bunny. Tooth Fairy is creepy as hell. Um, I think I would discover, destroy, debunk. God, this is hard to keep track of. Destroy, debunk. I would debunk the um. Easter Bunny, and I would destroy the Tooth Fairy. Wow. Okay. What about? Actually, wait. No, the Tooth Fairy gives you money for literally nothing you did but grow a tooth. Well, you have to lose teeth to do it, but. Yeah, I don't know. This game is hard. Uh, What do I win? My undying respect, and no, that's about it. But I already respect you. So you win nothing. <laughs> All right. So I already won. Okay. What's you the won. next one? All right. I, I won't, I won't torture you too long. Bigfoot, Nessie, Jersey Devil. Discover, debunk, destroy. Discover, debunk, destroy. I would love to discover Bigfoot because I want to believe. I would destroy the Jersey Devil. And I would debunk Nessie. Okay. All right. That's, that's good. And discovering Bigfoot's good. I'm down with all those things. All right. I'll do the last one for you. Fairies, trolls, leprechauns. Are we talking about internet trolls or <laughs> whimsical creature? Okay. I, fairies, trolls, who? Leprechauns? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I have to think about what they all do. Fairies. Okay. Trolls. Okay. Trolls I would destroy. 
No, wait, I almost said gnomes. What was the other one? Leprechaun, okay, leprechaun. God, my brain is not good for this. Leprechauns, I would, I would want to find. Okay. I would discover. And then I would do the other thing to the other one. Debunk fairies? I would debunk fairies. Debunk fairies, destroy yeah. trolls, and discover leprechauns. Was that it? I think so. Which, hey, going hand in hand with tooth fairy, also leprechauns, I mean, uh, according to folklore, well, according to pop culture, they're very money-based, right? So if you discover them, you might get that pot of gold. And I could meet Jennifer Aniston because that one leprechaun was in that movie with her. That's right. That one leprechaun. That Uh, the the leprechaun. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and. He was also in Star Wars, so we can bring it back to Star Wars. Really? Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, you could you could tell me anything about Star Wars, and I will believe you. Um. Well, well, like I said, we have to launch the spinoff podcast, but we'll do that on a we'll 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 discuss that off air. But the off air, I'm like 70 years old with how I refer to podcasting terms, but. In the meantime, tell everybody how to follow you, how to support your work, and just generally keep up with you. Okay. Well, my name is Roz Hernandez. My Instagram is at Roz Hernandez. And um, my podcast has always been called Ghosted by Roz Drez Velez, which is my uh, drag queen name, Roz Drez Velez. I don't really do drag that much anymore. So um, I'm actually changing my podcast name to Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. And of all days, tomorrow is the first day that it will be called that, Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. So if you just type in Ghosted by Roz, it'll come right up wherever you get podcasts. And yeah, like those people that you said have been on. I mean, ghost stories don't really have a shelf life. So you could go back and listen to all of them. And um, tomorrow's episode, I have Patton Oswalt. And his wife, Meredith Salinger. And we had so much fun. That is a great guest. I can't wait to listen to that. I know. And you have a Patreon that people can support as well. I do. Yeah, that's still going to stay Roz Driz Valiz. There's there's links to it either in my Insta bio or in every episode description of my podcast. And on there, I've been doing a weekly podcast where I basically not gonna lie i just google paranormal phenomena and i read about it and i try to make it funny and um i also do like weekly videos and bonus clips from episodes and all of that stuff i do at least two posts a week all right great and Roz hernandez i appreciate your time it was really good talking with you yeah thanks for having me yeah, anytime you need anything, you just say the word and just hang out backstage for a moment while I wrap this thing up and I'll come back and say hi. Okay. Thank you, Roz. Thank you. And how about that, Roz Hernandez, ghosted by Roz. Uh, I'm so glad that she could join us and she's great. Uh, I really enjoyed talking with her and she asked a lot of interesting questions, a very curious person, but also a very fun and funny person. As far as you guys, thank you for hanging out for this live stream. Thank you for joining. Don't forget to subscribe. I cannot talk today. It was a long travel day yesterday. 
Don't forget to subscribe to Talking Strange. Download each week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to find podcasts. You can also watch the video versions of these interviews over at youtube.com slash us. Check out Paranormal Caught on Camera on Discovery and Travel Channel. And give me a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Patreon. And I'm all, all over there at Aaron Sagers, but also at Talk Strange on Twitter. Until next time, my friends, be kind, stay spooky, and keep it weird.